Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. My talkers, welcome to Hump 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 Day. The week is going nice and fast. We're fresh off our Santa stop at Hammernicks and New Hope yesterday. Lori and Julia are here in studio for the next three hours to bring us some joy, right, guys? That's right. And thank you to everybody who stopped out to see us. Oh, gifts. We had uh, like three or four full boxes. And I don't, I know Don and Steve were at uh, Twin Cities Coat Closet and Mound, and they got like a lot of stuff. Lot. So Getting a lot of toys for the Ronald McDonald House. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that today, December 7th, Mm -hmm. 2022, it was 81 years ago that uh, Pearl Harbor happened. And there was a, of course, Casey, our little side Mm -hmm. producer in Mm -hmm. the morning with the Washington Post. He's like, well, you might want to read those couple of great stories because... The generation is dying. That's right. Yes. There yes, was yes, yes, uh, yes. I, like uh, they had a guy from Portland, Lou Conter. Um, he's 102 and he was on the USS Arizona. He's 101. He couldn't make it. His doctor wouldn't let him fly this uh, oh. this year. But he's got an auto, autobiography out there. And there's a great story in the Associated Press with him. And then also in, in Hawaii today, um, there was a 102 year old. A guy who did make it to go uh, out to the USS Arizona and be remembered. He flew in from Portland, so not that long of a flight for him. But, but hey. he's 102. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. And then a couple ladies uh, who were Rosie the Riveters. You know. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yep. They also were there. But he was uh, this guy from Portland, Ike Schaub. He said, uh, "You know, I'm not worth all this. You know, they really people don't ever think they're wor- worth it." A fuss, but he was a sax player assigned to the band aboard the USS Dobbin, and he was present at the base to meet with his brother when the attack started. Uh, he was just so wow. like Isn't so cute, and you of know, course, you know what's his name? Uh, Franklin President Roosevelt. A yes. day to live in infamy. Yep. Well, today I was in line at the bank, mm-hmm. and it was a line, mm-hmm. um, and I got to know my line mates. Yes. And I am line entertainment, yeah. but the gentleman behind me had on, he was in the army. He served in the Korean War, Jan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jan and Karen. And uh, he was just lovely. And we, I just kept asking, we just kept talking. And then right behind him comes in the senior, um, is it Ch- Chaplain from um, Historic Fort Snelling's um, Oh. Um, church and he yes. does service every uh, Sunday at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. um, his name is Dr. Ken Beal and oh he was in gosh. line with me wow. so he was in he was in the service forever 
and um, had a high, high thing. And so we saluted him just as a joke. Aww. But I mean, I was, it was kind of fun. You know, I love it when our service people wear something to recognize them and to That's honor right. them. And today was perfect because we talked about Pearl Harbor and stuff right. like that. So anyway. And last year, about 30 survivors um, and 100 other vets made it there. This year, there were, they thought there would be 20 to 30 World War II veterans left because they're all so old. Yes, they are. You know, they're all in their mid-90s to 102. Yeah, they're all so old. Like you know, yeah. and it's... And if you haven't had a chance... To go the USS Arizona, I remember when I went there the first time. I'm like, oh, is that it? But it's cool. It's moving and everything. And then, um, just I remember when I was in DC, and um, in the airport they had all these um, World War II vets there, and it's just really these people went through it. Oh, I, know. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, what people do in the service. So yeah. just really a great day to honor anyone you know. That's right, Julia. Thank you very much. Yeah, and it was really kind of random that they were right next right to me in line today. To, you know, yeah. and they're both identifying with their army. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, my dad hat wears and, his uh, World War or his uh, Vietnam vet hat. Yeah, he does. He's not a big baseball hat wearer, but yeah. he does. On days you like know, this? Oh, yeah, or he'll, you know, I, I I don't know. I said, are you always angling for somebody to buy you lunch or what? <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I just tell you, and it, it's just, I just think people are so honored when you thank them. Yep. You know, so it was really. A thank you and a compliment and a handshake. Oh, with, please don't get us back on the compliment TED Talk oh. of yesterday. Oh, yeah. Now, say that. their name, oh, Jan, geez. and Karen, his wife. A specific thing that they're wearing and no. then ask a question no. when you're finished. No. No. <laughs> I remembered. No. I, I would like to thank, though, uh, Ken Velke from Duline Grandma's Shortbread. Oh. They sent us our annual box of uh, shortbread oh. cookies, and these are. Really delicious. If you've got someone who loves their traditional shortbread, but they it, it, they're so good. Two Grandma's original recipe. They are they have free local pickup this Saturday and the Saturday after at all at my kitchen in Little Canada. You guys, these are a showstopper. If you want to give, it's a great hostess gift and a great gift for your. Is this a good cookie for me to buy for the cookie exchange? If we all should, get a box, yeah. Should I not? Lori's be able? already. We're talking about her lazy cooking. Yeah. Julia. Well, what if we all bought them then? How would you feel taking those I home? I'd feel just fine. I I bought one year. I remember one year we lived in Edina and I had just had number two. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way I can make cookies. And I went to Byerly's in Edina. Remember the chandelier oh, when it was just such a beautiful story. so glorious. This is the mm. mid-90s. And I go in there and I'm just desperate. And I bought $99 worth of coconut cookies. macaroons, yeah. which is rich and flush. For where I was in my life yes. and the year. Yeah. But I was just desperate. You were desperate and you didn't want anyone to shame you. So you wanted to make sure you spent some money oh. on the cookies. Oh, my. I don't know. I mean, there's a possibility, but my cookie partner, partner. in crime. I think you need cookie knee, confidence. Had her knee replaced. And so we're not sure about standing in a kitchen all day, even though, you know. Or you could do it. I'm your own. Bitch. I know, the but witch. You, I'm the witch. I can do everything. I can take it out of the oven. I don't have a mix master. You don't need a mix master. Oh, oh, right. We just had all those great recipes from the Star Tribune's cookie. I'm a lazy baker. Yes, you are. We discussed this at nauseum. But All right. Could I could I get away with the dueling shortbreads? How many are in a box? You got to bring what six or seven dozen. Count yeah, them. There, there's 
I don't know, Lori. We will do this after. But the dueling, but people should know about these because these are the bomb. They're so good. Yeah, I know it. I mean, Casey really <laughs> likes it. He loves a hard, a hard bread cookie, a hard <clears throat> like something he can dip in his coffee. Oh yes, that's you not know? bad. I that's... mean, biscotti. Why we eat biscotti? Because there's coffee. Co- you yeah, you got to moisten up with something. Yeah. And they don't fall apart. Right, <laughs> right. You got to moisten that thing. Yep, yeah. Oh, you know, gosh. whenever someone says, oh, I'm going to make homemade biscotti, I'm like, why? They sell it at the store. Lori, you are just, <laughs> you just don't like... Just w- wasting my time. time. <laughs> it isn't a waste. I think... Uh, yeah, that's not your thing. No. It's not your thing. Grant, do you have a favorite holiday cookie? Um, Yeah, I would say my grandma would always make it. My mom does a hell of a job taking it over. She makes raisin, cinnamon raisin, uh, not cinnamon, but raisin sugar cookies. Just raisin in there, but they're not like your sugar cookie. I, you, I've I never even you, heard of it. They sound, don't even they sound hot. Trust me, it, it's not like your typical sugar cookie. It's it's no frosting, no frosting. Shoot. So, but it's just like a basic brown cookie with raisins in it. A little little, you know. All right, it's, we'll take your word for it. They're my grandma's cookies. They're I just, love it. I, yeah. It sounds like it's a basic brown cookie. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds, I'm not a cooker, but yeah. they are amazing. A baker, yeah, a baker, a baker. Um, Ellie, do you have a cookie that you love? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll throw in a shameless plug for the Two North Cabin Cookbook because the recipe's in there. But um, my grandma, growing up, she made sugar cookies as well, and they were like the really like fine like sugar cookies that hold together until you take a bite, and then they just yes. like crumble and, and it's like good butter. I think your mom they're makes not these. frosted; they're, they're just not. straight up great recipe sugar cookies. Mm. They're kind of like you know the sandy textured ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. The, now I do like that. That's the kind my mom made with yeah. the, with the cutouts. Yes, you know. But yeah. she frosted them, and, so oh, and then it. she'd give them a big, thick, extra dollop of frosting because we oh. want to see some height on that frosting. No kidding! I'm always bummed when people frozen. Do, they do a thin layer on there. Like why? Well, because be first of all, they're the, making them. Well, okay, I know, so all the more reason you can oh. add add up the uh, frosting. Maybe I'll go and get the Pillsbury sugar. And just cookie, frost them. Roll it out. You don't Make have to even <laughs> roll them, or you cut them. Okay, they're but already cut done. Out, and then I'll frost. Awesome. And add vanilla. Just to the get frosting. those like super sugary, cakey ones from Target. I love those. No. With, like the frosting. No, no, go to, no, no. Uh, get the frozen ones that are already cut out at Buyer Lisa Kowalski's. And then oh. tell people I've made them. And then you can frost them, but use almond in flavoring oh, in your. Always, always. Well, you just mentioned something different. <laughs> uh, vanilla and yep. almond. You just do one. Okay, fine. Mm. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're going to have to supervise, Ellie. <laughs> this is why I go to my friends. I understand. I understand. All, All right, right. Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of it's the award show that uh, Roger Freeman said getting this award is worth less than a bowling trophy. <laughs> hey, that's the neighborhood singing sweater weather and the cool song. Hump day, hump day, um, humpy to hump. So, the People's Choice Awards uh, were last night, and these are they're like the American Music Awards, they're basically created from publicists and marketing campaigns, and anyone <laughs> famous. In the audience is there to win something, and they know they're going to win. Yeah, they're going to win. Yep. But Roger Freeman wrote today when he said, uh, "Listen, it's like Lucy, Charlie Brown, and, and football. The public, maybe two million people every year, will watch this award show, even though a People's Choice Award is worth less than a bowling trophy." <laughs> and, and literally, Lori, I thought I taped it and yes. I started watching it kind of on time, and I thought. I kept thinking, is this a repeat? Is this because we never talked about it yesterday, yeah, the yeah, three of us, forgot, you know, we never yeah. talked about it. And I'm like, is this a repeat? But then 
the first award award went to Don't Worry Darling. That's right. I almost died. Yes, you sent me a text. She Olivia Wilde's accepting an award. She's naked. She yeah. is wearing belted lingerie. We have the whole red carpet posted for Oh, you. you have to go look because what I, I taped it, Lori. Yeah. And can I talk? Are we playing audio or can I just tell you this? Yeah, really yeah quick? go ahead. Okay, so I taped it because I watched it again this morning. So I almost died that she's like the first award. Mm-hmm. And um, for, Billy, for best Billy, drama. Billy Porter, yes, yes. And it goes to Don't Worry Your Darling. She gets up and she's got a belted lace lingerie, no bra, mm-hmm. nipple showing, mm-hmm. go, belted with a bodysuit, and it's sheer. Comes up on stage. Immediately the screen goes blurry. Oh, they blurred. Oh yeah, I'll nipples? show you. Oh yeah, I blurred. The, they blurred the whole screen. Okay, because they didn't know what to do with it. And after blurring the screen, um, they let it go, and she starts talking. And then they just decide to go for it, I guess, and decide okay. the audience won't be upset. But then they play it, and she's just sitting there. I, I'm like, what? And she, you know, you wouldn't believe we started shooting. COVID started, and this was such a production of a group Did she of go community. On and on? It was. Boring. I mean, if the people really had been voting, we would have voted the movie drama of 2022, not the movie of 2022. It was, they they blurted her out for a long time, and I'm like, and then they just said, "Screw it." Well, here's something okay. then that the Today Show they did okay. not include this in their coverage. Oh, this was number the all right. First up, the People's Choice Awards. The stars hit the red carpet last night to celebrate audiences' favorite pop culture moments of the year. Taylor Swift won three trophies for Best Female Artist, Best Album, and Top Music Video. And Lizzo accepted the People's Champion Award, along with Top Song of 2022 for About Damn Time. Plus, we can't forget to mention Carson. Mm-hmm. And our friends at The Voice landed the top the competition show title. Show. That's awesome. The two biggest awards went to the People's and Music Icon winners, Ryan Reynolds and Shania Twain. Reynolds giving his family a sweet shout out during his acceptance speech. Uh, Blake and my three daughters. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a fourth child very soon. You are quite literally you're my heart, you're my hope, you're my happiness. Uh, I joke that my family exhausts me, but in reality, you give me more strength than any man could possibly deserve. Um, lastly, that's awesome. Oh, he's a busy man. And really, wow, music icon Shania Twain lit up the and stage. So Shania Twain did a like a, a set. Yeah. And um, but really, you couldn't get over the "Don't Worry, Darling" at the beginning because yeah. I don't Olivia Wilde's game to just say, "Look at me, look at my breasts." Which this she's been leading with her breasts. She's since, on a nudie uh, tour. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she's. She's. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. When you accept an award, well, here's I'm what nash- I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say because some people were calling it her revenge dress. Like, oh. look at me, Harry. I'm gonna. He doesn't s- care. I'm gonna say, why would you serve revenge dress at the people's choice? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Is the word you serve a revenge dress at the Oscars? Something better, something than, right than the People's Choice right. Award, right? Or award like for waste. best dress? It is seriously because the, the two million people that were going to tune in tuned in. But I really, I was yeah. like, what? Why? Yeah, I, I don't get where the ego goes overboard that you have to sh- be naked on national television. Well, I mean, she, it just seemed dumb to me. It's she doesn't make sense to me right she now. Doesn't make sense. I, she doesn't go. make sense. And as far as revenge. He dumped her. Yeah, I, I. He doesn't care. He already had that. Yeah, and she basically was naked like that in all of her dresses and when he, he was with her. And he and Chris Pine were hugging it out in Brazil at the uh, whatever this the movie thing that's down there. That's like CinemaCon. They gave each other big bro slaps. Oh yeah, on the back. That so. national nightmare's over. They're probably saying. Yeah, Lizzo did look really like, great in uh, her Alexander. She honored dress. It was cool what they did with her. They had um, all these different people from different communities come up on stage. These women, and she mentioned their names and what they do, how important they are. Um, Ellen Pompeo won for Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, did Lizzo win for about damn time? Yeah, yeah. She won twice. She was up there to present kind of the words to all these mm-hmm. women who have done great things, and then yeah. she came back out again. And then um, Kelly Clarkson won for Best Talk Show, and she knew yes, she was going to win. Of course. Adam Sandler won. So they I don't know, I watched names. a little bit of it, but yeah. I was just struck by by Olivia Wilde's need to be naked in front of all of us. Well, again, remember, this is a publicist marketing campaign of stuff. Still and don't need to be naked. I'm just saying, no, what she doesn't get is that you don't need to go... And look do at me. Revenge, uh, do a look at me at the people's choice. This is the... this. Oh, honey, no, I just want to say to her. Again, maybe people I feel don't like really she, like her that much. I, and they're that's like, this what, is a perfect place to wear this Lori, dress. that's what I'm kind of starting to pick up. I'm wondering, you know, if she's lonely. But then the best one is they did a... A family feud type situation. Oh, with Keenan, Real Housewives? Yeah, which was pretty funny. And I was happy to see Kathy Hilton with Kyle Hilton. Yes. And then um, they did when Mariska Hargitay from whatever that show is that you guys watch. Law and Order SVU. She won an Icon Award mm-hmm. and she's up there talking and right, Kathy Hilton because the Real Housewives gave it to her of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Hilton is right in the screenshot, literally right behind Mariska Hargaday, and she opened her purse up. She's she's saying she rummaged around. She rummaged she around, sighed, and then she put on lipstick. And she took out her lipstick and put it on. And literally, Mariska saying thank you, people. She's up on stage, yeah. and she's the only one in the shot. It was pretty. She was branded entitled and classless, and people were just like. Uh, and I I've seen her do this on the Housewives and on reunion shows. She, whenever she wants to. Check out of the conversation. She opens one of her little designer bags and starts putting on lipstick. She was on stage. Yeah, Someone else was getting the one. It was Not in such cool. poor yeah. The Kardashians won. Chloe almost missed it. She was in the bathroom. Oh, but Kim, I'm telling you, Chris Kardashian's charming now. She was yeah. charming. All right, Chris. Let's say it. There you All go. right. This is the Low J Book Club uh, pick. Um, December 6th was the book birthday for Miss Lorna Landvik's latest and greatest book called... Last Circle of Love. So nice it, to see you. And, of course, Book Club Restaurant hosted us, Lorna. That was so, that was so fun. fun. Our first ever Book Club Live. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. The food was so was good. It? I and wanted a doggy bag. I, I took one. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I really did. And when you mentioned Lori and Julie and go to the Book Club Restaurant, 
on Penn Avenue, you, um, with your order, get a free appetizer or dessert. I'm going to do that. Do it. Do it. That was a fun. Thank you for it. Go do it. So that was our very first ever book club live. Yeah, we had so fun. You brought in the people. I mean, we had so many people there. You brought in the people. My cousin and her friends were so thrilled because they had gone on a New York trip with you guys way back when. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my status among them raised. It raised. Yeah. Yes. Well, then that means our status with all Norwegians everywhere has been raised. <laughs> I love it. Eat, Scott, and Napa. Lori, I'll say your one line. What's oh, your... There. Ah. Uh, yeah, I snack a Norsk. Can you see my wire at the station? Let's see. Then this is it is. It's, that's why people sing to you and say, oh, you're from Minnesota. It's a, it's a Scandi- Scandinavian yeah. sing song. It's yeah. so good. All right. So last time we had you in studio, yes. it was the book about Hazel, which was called Chronicles of a Radical Hague. Yes. Loved. Thank you. Loved. In the cover of that book, I swear, is the wallpaper in the book club restaurant. So weird. So weird. Yeah. And then your newest book, Last Circle of Love, which is just amazing. Tell everybody the setup. <gasps> Hello, everybody out there <laughs> listening. Um, it's about a shabby, rundown little church in a fictitious um, southern Minnesota town. They have a new minister, Pastor Pete. She's a woman, and there's only one remaining circle. After uh, being at this Prince of Peace Church, this mega church at their welcoming and renewing friendships luncheon. <laughs> They're so downhearted because this other church has so much money and they think, how can we bring money in? And, and they've done recipe books. They don't have any more recipes left. You know, sure. mm-hmm. um, Their hot dish jamboree failed. Um, they're just thinking, how can we get some money into our church coffers? So they're just sitting around drinking strong coffee and they decide... Well, maybe we should, you know, make a recipe book about heating up things in the bedroom. And then, no, no, what that would get pretty tiring, you know, simmer till hot. But then that goes off on a tangent, and they decide to write a book that they jokingly call the ABCs of erotica. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is really... Uh, a, a very sweet book, but there's so much like soul and humor and some good advice beyond on, lo- on love. I don't know if this is all from your. Yeah. How did you come up with all, with that? all these things or if this was people that you knew that had, uh, you know, asked? I, I really don't know any answers to anything you've asked me. We expect you to make up something. It's just that the the characters kind of tell me who they are. I feel like I'm in control, Mm -hmm. but, you know, say Marlis, for instance, she was, she's really struggling. She doesn't know erotica. She, uh, you know, has no idea on Mm -hmm. what to write about. So she writes about meeting her husband, uh, you know, in band class um and i don't know where these things come from they just come and it's really fun to discover what these people have to say yeah because we learned some wonderful uh, love and life lessons in this book but while they're putting this together as they're each thinking r is for this or g is for 
It's so clever. And in the one, and it's so clever, and it's multi generational, mm-hmm. the book. So it's, you know, grandchildren of the people that are in the remaining circle trying to find money to raise money and how it strikes them. And the one, I, it's been different every time, you know, I think of it and pick it up. Um, I is for imagination. I thought that was some of the most clever love tipping about using your imagination. You, you know Thank what I'm you. talking yeah, about. Yeah, the German exchange student. Um, who goes to a fictitious college, much like Mankato State. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's what he thinks. He thinks eyes for imagination. And I, it really is fun for me to think, okay, what would a young 21-year-old German boy, man, mm-hmm. um, think about? And it's so easy to stereotypicize. I just made up that I word. Like that. Thank, word. You. I, yeah. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Um, you know, young people as oh, they're only interested in this or that, or or they they can't be bothered. You know, they want to hook up and, but no, everybody has their own ideas of what lights their fires. And he, what would we do without imagination? Mm-hmm. It's amazing in how he takes the raisins out of his girlfriend's cereal every day. Just well, doesn't show everybody? For sure. Well, Grant <laughs> likes them in his brown cookies that we can't decide. What I heard are. about that, and I will have to say, I do not think sugar cookies are brown. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. My well, mom gave me okay. an update. Their Sorry. specific okay. ingredients are molasses, brown sugar cookies, molasses. cloves, cinnamon, and one other spice she can't remember. All right, so and it's raisin. like a ginger cookie with okay. raisins. It's right. like a ginger cookie with yeah, raisins. So close cookie. to the sugar cookies, <laughs> right, cousins. Yes. But, but you know, I'm so I, glad you I, cleared that up. Yeah, I had to. Well, I remember uh, the thought that I had when I was reading The Last Circle of Love was um, just thinking of, you know, my younger self. And I would have said P is for please don't go because that was a thing, you know, off and on for my first boyfriend, the hockey boyfriend. I really we would break up and get back together. And that was like the theme of our relationship. Please don't go because one of us was always wanting to go because we were really should have been done after two years. But didn't know how to say goodbye. Baby, please don't, don't go. go. There oh, the song. Love yeah. that song. Yeah. I please know sing it. it. If you're just joining us, Lorna Landvik, her book birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. The book is Last Circle of Love. It's going to be an instant hit. I mean, I, this is, it's so clever. You're so fresh. The way you tie, like, Lori, I mean, taking letters and putting them to personalities and adding them to a love language mm-hmm. and all these people together. It's, you weave a story like, um, so brilliantly and so unique. And Why Minnesota? don't you two have an international show? Yeah, is what I want to know. We really are because you can podcast this right now. Right. There's someone in France listening. <gasps> yes, there might be there multiple Hi, people in in Mexico listening. There's probably people in the Far East, but maybe they're not listening. <gasps> so to, to the French people, I would say, "J'espère que vous lisez mon uh, livre, s'il vous plaît. Merci beaucoup." <laughs> Thank you very much. I knew the man. Yeah. Um, you know, so do you like with this book, what is it that when you're, you know, you're done with it and you put it down, does your editor work on it for a while and give it back to you and then you have to rework or what was kind of that process? Um, you know, it, it's a new world um, in yes, publishing is. and editing. Mm-hmm. There's an internet so, now. Yeah, and like, you have to be very, you know, I was. Hold, I had to get rid of some things because they, even simple words, because yeah. they were triggering. And I think I'm, I believe people get triggered, but I also feel if you read fiction, you hope to get triggered, you know, for the good some or emotion, the bad. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I had to, like, there's a British character, just a brief scene there mm-hmm. in London, and there's an eccentric uncle, and he's a bit of a nutter. Mm-hmm. And I was told, mm, don't use nutter. So things yeah. like that. Yeah, and I've, I've heard that. from many, many writers that now just editors have to be very careful in not using Language. words that we like. Oh, that drove me crazy. Oh, that might right. trigger some people. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, I guess I wouldn't have taken it down to the publishing level in a book because it seems so personal. But yes, of course. Yeah. So the brave. New yeah. World. And there's also a character um, in the book who is very unlike my own experience. Um, she is a black trans character. And so we had to have a sensitivity reader read yeah. it. Yes. Who read it and gave her credentials um, as being a member of that community mm-hmm. and said, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. The one thing um, she would not use, and the, she only used her male name twice. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, the sensitivity reader said, use dead name, the yeah. word dead name. And I'd never heard that. And oh, that I helped don't even me know what that means. Oh, okay. because okay. they consider that person dead. Right. So, so oh, oh, that's that. a okay. way to, all right, I never knew that. I so didn't that's either. Way, so that okay. was very helpful. Yeah. Now, Lorna, yeah. are you doing a book tour? What's the schedule like for you? Well, I, my launch is at the Modern Well on December 12th at okay. 630. Um, so I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm going to be at uh, a library in Chanhassen in um, January and the Hopkins Center for the Performing Arts in February. I'm not doing a big tour. Yeah, um, where do people go? Just go to LornaLandvik.com? Is that oh, where the best place to look at your um, schedule? I think my... Uh, if I kept it up, yeah. I'm we, so we bad. Know. We trust us. We understand. Yeah. But if, if people oh, even I just... have an author Facebook page. Okay, there you okay. go. Lorna yeah. Landvik. Yeah, right. author okay. Facebook. And then Thank if you. people want to buy the book, where they do we can, do that? They can buy it online. Um, or local books. I believe, first. you know, because it's published by Lake Union, which is under the umbrella of Amazon, um, it's a different world. world but yeah. there are... Some book I think chapter two, it. two books in, you've in your bookstore that was mm-hmm. at the book club night. Yeah, yeah, they would have it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was that bookstore called? I can't think of it off the tip of my. Um, that is the oh, Birch, this, the Birch best Park? Valley Bookseller. Valley, Valley Books. Yeah. Yes, yes, the yes. Fabulous. So they have they yes. have a lot. You of can them order too. through them. Yes, you can. You could order through any bookstore. They would okay. order it. Right, that's true. They'll yeah. mail it to you. They will, and and it's a trade paperback, and it would be. I think that this would be. Such a lovely gift for the holidays mm-hmm. because Thank it's you, you feel it's warm and cozy when you're reading the story. It's a page turner. You like Lori said, you're inspired. You learn. You cry. You just are so brilliant. So thank you so much. You for, are so welcome. And and to all your listeners, uh, I just think you should heed every word that Lori and Julia <laughs> say. <laughs> okay, thank we you have to so much. You. Oh, Lori, you're so great. What was the last great book that you read besides your own? <gasps> oh, well, I haven't... I'm almost done with it. I'm reading Shy, which is a memoir by Mary Rogers, who was Richard Rogers, the composer's daughter. She mm-hmm. also was a composer. She mm. wrote um, Once Upon a Time... Uh, Once Upon a Mattress. It's really... She's so funny. And oh, really? wild um and she's no longer living um her memoir is amended by her friend who will give really funny footnotes and also i'm reading uh the lincoln highway 
Which oh, is yes, so good. yes, 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 yeah. Well, by our man who wrote Gentleman in Moscow, right? That yes, was good. Too. Do you, do, yeah, I thought that was like molasses. <laughs> um, literally reading yeah. molasses, but the Lincoln Highway I heard is great. It It's really good, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, Lorna, thank you so much. And thank you for coming thank in. Studio. Yes. Happy holidays, you Same guys. Time. Oh, you should have a TV show because you look so well. Beautiful. We can't believe we don't work on that for us. Would you, <laughs> when you update your Facebook page? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome. The book is the last, it's called Last Circle of Love by Lorna Landvik. We'll be right back. I mean, that just gets us every time. That's how we're making Lorna. She's signing books for the two people who are winners. Lucky and one. So thank you, Ellie, for getting those names because we forgot to tell people to I call in. But I think people automatically know, Lorna, we give away two books. After we every always author. do. They why always not? know. Right. Yes. So why am I playing uh, I Will Always Love You? So Why I'm, are you, Lori? Well, Julia, you know, Elvis, Austin Butler won uh, last night at the People's Choice Awards for Elvis. Did you see that he movie, was Lorna? There, though. You did, did see you that love movie? it? I thought he was. Very, very attractive. Very. <laughs> a star is born moment. So Baz Luhrmann is uh, doing, there. it's like their end of the year, you know, they're doing all these different interviews, but Baz Luhrmann d- d- did an interview about Elvis because Austin Butler, quite frankly, and Elvis are on the Oscar march with this movie. And in this conversation, um, he talked about a scene. They asked him, did you cut anything from the movie that you were really sorry to cut? He said, yes, I had Austin Butler sing, I Will Always Love You. Oh, stop. Okay, so he, and if you remember, um, Elvis and Priscilla, after they break up, Elvis drops off their daughter, Lisa Marie, at the airport, and he and Priscilla are in the back seat of their limo. I remember. And having kind of a heart to heart. And he based, and he says to her, I will always love you. And you get a real sense of he almost has a premonition that he's lost everything and he knows he's not going to be okay. And he said, I knew in a way that we didn't need to see him die. I felt I could, the audience knew that this was the last moment. And the famous story is, you know, Dolly Parton wrote that song. Um, on the same day she wrote Jolene, it's for her, it's about her goodbye to Porter Wagner. But she wanted Elvis to sing that song. I mean, she just thought his voice and everything. And she revealed that, you know, and she tells the story in concert, but that he was, the recording was all set up. The studio, oh. the session, 
And the night before the session, Colonel Tom Parker called her and said, you know, we don't record anything with Elvis unless we have at least half the publishing. That's right. That's right. That was what made him an evil genius. Okay. Any song Elvis recorded, he got half the publishing rights, which is where the money is. And Dolly told him, you know, I can't do that. And he said, well, then we can't do it. And Dolly famously like cried all night because she knew it would have been. A huge hit. Right, right, right. Um, I had pictured Elvis singing, but I knew when the colonel said it that it was going to be done. It was true. And Lorman said that, you know, Austin Butler saying, I will always love you in the back of the car. And the scene begins with Priscilla saying, it's a beautiful song. And he says, yeah, Dolly wants me to sing it. But the colonel, you know, dot, dot, dot. And Boz decided that the moment wouldn't work for the scene and the movie so it was uh, cut, and then when Austin gets out of the car, he looks across at Priscilla and says, I will always love you, and that's where that was coming from. <gasps> but maybe we'll see it in a bonus thing or something. Because, I would love that, Laurie. Oh, my gosh. I'm hearing Elvis sing that. It's I know. It would be so beautiful. Yes, because he really could pour his heart into any kind of an emotional song. <laughs> no. Really, I mean, that was one of the ways he touched us with his singing is yes. he felt such a connection. I wonder how Dolly and Elvis, how much they interacted, if they knew each other very well. You know, I don't know that. She's you, never really talked about it. That's a very it. good question, Yeah, Lorna. she's always just talked about that. Well, they must have known each other because I think she pitched Elvis. She asked him, mm-hmm. will you sing this song? And I think of, like, Elvis in the end of the 68 special singing, you know, The Wonder of You is one song. And I always think he's singing about Priscilla. In that song, mm-hmm. you know, just oh, I know I'm so not and, and um, the dream song, which, of course, Elvis, you know, wanted to sing because Martin Luther King and I have a dream or what was the name of that song? If I could dream, if I could dream, if you know, could, yeah. so emotional you know. in the lyrics. But I, anyway, and the other little Boz Elvis story said was that the uh, Catherine Martin, who he works with on all of his films, she did Moulin Rouge and um, everything she does, the. Uh, costume designer, she found a Pullman Mercedes, which is what Elvis and Priscilla, that scene did really happen. They were in that kind of a car and they found one in Melbourne and then had it, you know, shipped to just over to Sydney so that they could be in a car of that era. And you couldn't drive the car. It wasn't drivable. So they had the crew pulling the car with the rope. I love that. And then a fan fan was going. I love that. Taking away the movie magic, right? Right. It was good. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he just won, or Austin Butler won at Critics' Choice, or he got nominated for Critics' Choice. I didn't see him at the People's Choice last night. No. He he was not there. No, he wasn't there. He's filming. Yeah. What's he filming? Uh, he's filming something really good, Lorna. Yeah, I don't want to say We're going to ask our global audience to email us. Mm -hmm. I think he's filming Patty Jane's House of Curl. I wish he was. I think he's playing Thor. Would you die if he was in one of your books? Oh, Oh my gosh. I'd have to be on set every day. Do you go back to your books? Lorna Lambic is the voice you're hearing, and her book birthday was yesterday, Last Circle of Love is a great book. Do you go back to the old books like and kind of update who... If they became a movie or a TV show or something, who would be that person today? Like Austin Butler probably wasn't in your mind when you wrote no. that book. No. Um, well, you know, I've my 
books have been optioned, several of them. So it makes we me think. We hear this from nothing, authors. I, I know it never, it's never moved on to yeah. the big screen. And so, yeah, when that happens, it's very fun to imagine. Um, like I, I to, could imagine Austin Butler getting cast if best to laugh. You're, you're basically, isn't that your memoir of being in Hollywood? Yeah, well, it's a fictitious, fictitious, yeah. but yeah. still, like yeah. somewhere yeah. in that, or all oh, my stars, the very oh. sexy, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. pre Elvis, Elvis. Yes. That's yeah. how I picture that character, mm-hmm. the pre Elvis, Elvis. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. So it's something because some authors, you know, that we talk to say, no, it's all up to the imagination of the reader. We don't want to. I don't want to even name a name because it's it's like the the triangle of the reader, the author, and the book. You know the words doesn't want to do that but it's kind of interesting who who would do it this you'd have to have so many characters in this one you should do a play yeah and i agree it is uh, it reading is we take in our own experience it's so subjective but i would say if you know i had a movie made you can you you bet darn tootin i'd say who i wanted in there and, <laughs> and i'd personally audition them i uh, austin i need you to i I've decided I'm going to be your costume director. I need to measure you. Right. He's that beautiful, isn't he? He He's is. Very... Julia, we have loved yeah. him since the Gary Diaries. And some people have loved him since he was like a Disney kid or a Nickelodeon really, kid. Was he? He was Skyler in the Carrie Diaries. He was the young <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw's. Her high school boyfriend is. I love. I learn here. I I can't believe. Are you doing any? Are you doing any kind of stage show this this holiday season? I'm back at the Bryant Lake Bowl in January, and it's not a party in the rec room. It's a new show called Pages and Stages. Okay, you're going to come back on in January. All right, we're going to have you on Pages and Stages. Fun. Yeah, because this no one is thinking about January right now except you, because you've got to rehearse. Right, right. New Year's <laughs> Eve. I know it. I mean, like I Christmas know. is like in two weeks. You guys, I know. Get going. Two weeks. I know it. I think so. Two I have weeks to get a fire Saturday. under my. I need to move on this Christmas thing. Yeah, it's I mean, coming. It's it's right around the corner. Apparently. Right. Well, it yeah. always is. Yeah, Lorna. Happy wonderful, holidays. and we will see you in January. Thank you. Okay. All right. We'll we'll the be book back. Is uh, last circle of love, Lorna Landvik. Thanks, guys. We'll be right. Back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.